ready to rise above loud, angry headlines, longing for an alternative to the world's fighting and fear-mongering? Christianity Today magazine offers a trustworthy, faithful perspective on stories that matter to you, from the church next door to movements and ministries all around the world. Subscribe to CT for full access to in-depth reporting, insightful commentary, and redemptive storytelling, both online and in print. A subscription to CT also includes seasonal devotionals, special issues, and exclusive content. Visit orderct.com today or click the link in the show notes to get started and join a growing community of thoughtful evangelical Christians who value different news that makes a difference. That's orderct.com to subscribe today. This episode is brought to you in part by Zondervan, publisher of Ghosted, an American story, written and narrated by New York Times best-selling ghostwriter Nancy French, and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. Today's question is, what kind of advice would you give to parents uh, to remain biblical yet graceful when explaining to our kids about their friends with same-sex parents? Well, I mean, I think one of the things that some, some evangelicals want to do is to say, let's just keep our children completely sheltered uh, from everything, and then they're not going to have to face these things until they're adults, and then they're spiritually formed, and they're ready to face it. I've seen this with some really rigid, legalistic parents in every era, really. Uh, I remember I, I had some friends in the neighborhood whose parents didn't believe in letting their children uh, watch television because they were afraid of all of the, uh, as they put it, the pornographic influences that were coming from Laverne and Shirley. Okay, that's, you know... Uh, I've not seen the pornographic influences in Laverne and Shirley, but apparently these parents did. And so they're saying, let's just keep television totally away. And so as long as our kids don't know that there is Laverne and Shirley out there, we're going to keep them protected from that. What happened was, is that those children, when they went to anyone else's home, are immediately in front of the television and they're just glued to this because it's the sense of the forbidden that their parents you know, won't even talk to them about. So they think it must be great. And you know, we're saying, hey, we're wanting to play outside. And this is just the information ch channel giving you what's on the other channels. This isn't really anything to watch. But they, it was something that they really were driven. I think the same thing can happen here. I think we're living in the sort of world where keeping children from understanding what's going on on the outside isn't going to be possible. Uh, what you have to do is to come in and educate at age-appropriate sorts of ways as to what's going on, doing two things. You're communicating what your family believes about a Christian sexual ethic without turning your children into Pharisees. Those same kids in our neighborhood that really were driven toward that television. Uh, also, their parents didn't do Santa Claus with them. They were the children who were coming around telling all the rest of us, there is no Santa Claus. This is a pagan myth that you all are taking up, and your parents really don't love Jesus as much as mine do. Um, 
You, you do not want to create that in your children. And so to, to, to create the sort of children who recognize what the Scripture teaches, what we, what we believe as a family, while also loving people uh, in their neighborhood, not being harsh or condemnatory toward people uh, in their neighborhood. I had to deal with this last night, not about uh, the situation you mentioned, but one of my sons, my younger sons, came to me and said, I have a friend in the neighborhood, and his, his dad is an atheist. What's an atheist? Well, I suppose I could have said, eh, we'll talk about that when you get older, but I don't want atheism to be an allure for him. I explained to him what an atheist is. He said, does this mean that I shouldn't be a friend anymore to Ronnie? I said, absolutely not. I said, you should be completely a friend to Ronnie. I said, Jesus, Jesus has already told us how to live in this world. And he says, we're to live with people and to love people who don't know him, to seek to, to win them to Christ. But even if we don't win them to Christ, we still love them. Uh, and yes, you should be friends with Ronnie. I think we have to do the same thing. And every congregation is going to deal with this with cohabiting parents, with everything else. I remember the first time that one of my children came in and asked me, what's divorce? Very, very young, because a, a, a friend in the neighborhood had parents who had divorced. And that was probably a, a more difficult issue for me than the one that you mentioned, because I wanted to explain this to him without him having the fear that somehow this is going to happen to him. But at the same time, I didn't want to communicate, well, that'll never happen to you because your parents are better than Johnny's parents, which isn't true. So you, you have to spend a lot of time carefully walking the way of Christ in order to do that. And you, sometimes you're going to mess up and sometimes you're going to, you're going to fail. And that, that's why we need counsel. Multitude of counselors is, is wisdom. That's why we need the power of the Holy Spirit to do that. If you'd like to submit a question, email us at questions at erlc.com. That's questions at erlc.com. Or on Twitter and Facebook, use the hashtag AskRDM. Thanks for listening to the Questions and Ethics podcast with Russell Moore. To check out future broadcasts, subscribe via iTunes or visit us on erlc.com. This episode was brought to you in part by the Lord of Spirits podcast. Many Christians yearn to break free of the influence of secular materialism and to understand the union of the seen and unseen worlds as made by God. What is the spiritual world like? Tune in wherever you get your podcasts.